Welcome to Jazz Piano Skills. I'm Dr. Bob Lawrence. It's time to discover, learn, and play jazz piano. Today is Tune Tuesday. For those of you new to Jazz Piano Skills, every month we dedicate a Tuesday to exploring a jazz standard. We learn some significant and historical facts about the tune, like the composer, the year, influential recordings, and so on. We learn about the form of the tune, A-A-B-A, A-B-A-B, A-B-A-C, and so on. The chord changes. We take a look at the correct chord changes of the tune. The melody, the harmonic DNA, or the Roman numeral analysis, like 2-5-1. And effective practice approaches as well. Basically, we put the tune under a microscope to thoroughly discover, learn, and play it. All of this we simply call Tune Tuesday. And likewise, if you are indeed new to jazz panel skills, I want to personally invite you to become a member. Go to jazzpanelskills.com and join. It's very easy. Once you activate your membership, you will have full access to all of the educational content and resources. The educational podcast guides, the interactive courses, the weekly master classes, the private community, plus personal and professional support. I share I will share more information about all of these aspects of being a member of Jazz Piano Skills and the benefits later in today's episode. So I have already mentioned that today is Tune Tuesday, and the tune we are going to tackle today is a classic, a jazz gem, composed and made famous by a jazz legend. And I am speaking of none other than the one and only jazz saxophonist Lester Young, the Prez. The tune, Lester Leaps In. Now, I did not just blindly throw a dart at the jazz repertoire dartboard and land on Lester Leaps In. No. I did not blindly do that. There's a method to my madness, in which, by the way, there's always a method to my madness with regards to my teaching approach and materials. The jazz classic Lester Leaps In is the perfect tune for achieving three specific goals with today's Jazz Panel Skills podcast episode. Number one, Lester Leaps In is going to reinforce the iconic progression that we explored with our last Tune Tuesday on August 11th. At that time, we explored George Gershwin's I Got Rhythm. So how do these two tunes connect? Well, Lester Leaps In is one of many great jazz standards that utilizes the exact same chord changes of I Got Rhythm. Rhythm changes. Number two, the melody of Lester Leaps In is simple 
and perfect for applying the various melodic treatments that we just spent the last four weeks dissecting and applying to basic arpeggios for minor, dominant, and major sounds. And last week, we applied the melodic treatments to the all-important 2-5-1 progression. And finally, number three, the bridge, like I Got Rhythm, uses a standard circle of fifths motion with pure dominant chords. And not only that, with this tune, with Lester Leaps In, there is no melody for the bridge. It's a bridge consisting of eight measures using four dominant chords only, making it perfect for some improvisation development using chord tones only. At least for now, right? Chord tones only. So, with taking a look at Lester Leaps In, we will reinforce rhythm changes, apply melodic treatments, and experiment with improvisation. Lester Leaps In is the perfect tune for today's Tune Tuesday. But before we go any further, let me bring the ensemble in right now and play a chorus of Lester Leaps In. We can then begin to talk about it and begin our exploration to help us discover, learn, and play this vintage tune that every jazz musician, and I mean every jazz musician, should have in their jazz repertoire. So here we go. Lester Young's Lester Leaps In. Let's check it out. What a fun tune to play. Now, I played it at kind of a snappy tempo, which it is typically played. In fact, it's, it's typically played even a lot faster. However, we will be playing it much slower, right? Because we want to apply our melodic treatments, and we want to experiment with improvising through the bridge using chord tones only. I played it at 160 beats per minute. All the demonstrations will be played at 100. And the play-along tracks that you can access at Jazz Piano Skills and use for practicing are at 80, 100, and 120. I always recommend practicing at slower tempos when you are initially learning a tune or when you are working on applying 
various and specific jazz piano skills like we are going to do today with our five melodic treatments. Okay, with all that being said, it's time to discover, learn, and play Lester Young's Lester Leaps In. And today you are going to discover this all-important vintage and iconic jazz standard, Lester Leaps In. You are going to learn historical facts, form, chord changes, melody, and harmonic structure of Lester Leaps In. And you're going to play Lester Leaps In using various melodic treatments and improvising using chord tones. So regardless of where you are in your jazz journey, whether you consider yourself a beginner, an intermediate player, an advanced player, or even if you are an experienced professional, you will find this Jazz Piano Skills podcast lesson, this episode exploring Lester Young's Lester Leaps In, to be very beneficial. Let's begin by gaining a little historical perspective of this jazz classic. Uh, Lester Leapson was first recorded in 1939 by the Count Basie Kansas City 7. And as I already mentioned, the tune is based on the chord progression of George Gershwin's I Got Rhythm. Milestone Recordings in American Music identifies Lester Leaps In as one of the milestone recordings in American history, in American music. While Jazz.com rated the tune 98, check this out, 98 on a scale of 100, commenting that uh, Count Basie's Kansas City 7 recording is a classic performance, a must-have for all jazz fans. So be sure to check that out, right? Count Basie, Kansas City 7, playing Lester Leaps In. Now, Lester Young was born August 27, 1909, and he died March 15, 1959. Man, way too young. And uh, he grew up he grew up in a musical family, learning the basics of trumpet, violin, and drums. And by the time he was 10, 10 years old, <laughs> he had joined the Young family band. Now, clashes with his father led him to leaving the band when he was 18. And the result of his review, and, and basically was the result of his refusing to tour in the Jim Crow South. He joined the Bostonians at that time where he chose tenor saxophone as his primary instrument. So glad he did, right? And while he had a pattern of working, returning home, then leaving to work again, he left home permanently in 1932 to join the Blue Devils. Lester, the Prez, moved in 1933 to Kansas City where his laid-back style of playing sax was in sharp contrast to the driving Coleman Hawkins style at that time. He coined the term Lady Day for his friend Billie Holiday, and she came up, she was the one actually that came up with the nickname Prez for him, right? President of Jazz. In 1944, Young was drafted into the Army, where like many other black musicians, and unlike 
right, a number of white musicians, he was put into the regular army rather than serving in a band and was not allowed to play his saxophone. This did not work out well for Lester, especially when marijuana and alcohol were found in his possession and he was court-martialed. His composition, D.B. Blues, is thought to be based on his year-in-detention barracks. In the 1950s, his health had declined, although in 1955, a hospital stay led to improved health. But it was not long after that, March 1959, when Lester Young died. So many great recordings of Lester Young. You need to check out so many great renditions of this tune, Lester Leaps In, that you need to check out. So uh, be sure to go to YouTube, right? Do a little search and check out some of my favorites. Of course, I already mentioned Count Basie, Kansas City 7. Uh, Lester Young's original recording, of course. Check that out. There's a great recording, Sonny Stitt. Uh, performing Lester Leaps In, Charlie Parker as well, Bill Watros, trombonist. Man, check that version out. Smoking Band and Smoking Tempo. Harry James has a great uh, version of Lester Leaps In, as does Oscar Peterson at a Ridiculous Temple again as well. I also like Gil Evans' uh, recording featuring Cannonball Adderley. I could go on and on and on. Again, so many great recordings of this tune, Lester Leaps In. Block out an hour this weekend. Do yourself a favor. Block out an hour this weekend. Go to YouTube. Search for Lester Leaps In. Sit back and enjoy. Okay, let's play Lester Leaps In. And let's apply our five melodic treatments to this melody. And the five melodic treatments again, to refresh your memory, we're going to do a single note treatment, obviously just a single line, a unison line treatment, an octave plus a fifth treatment, the locked hands treatment, and the chordal or fourthy structures treatment, right? So uh, as I mentioned in previous podcasts, I always associate the single note treatment with Bud Powell, the unison line treatment with Oscar Peterson, the octave plus fifth treatment with Red Garland, the locked hands treatment with George Shearing, and the chordal structures or fourthy structures with Herbie Hancock. And not only are we going to apply our five melodic treatments that we have been studying over the past month, we are going to improvise through the bridge of the tune using chord tones only. And remember, if you cannot improvise using chord tones only, it does not somehow magically become easier when adding scale tones and non-scale tones. If you are a Jazz Piano Skills member, you can access and download the illustration guide, which outlines all of the chord changes for Lester Leaps In, along with the scale and arpeggio relationships. Likewise, you can download the lead sheet guide, which contains a copy of the tune, along with a breakdown of the A and B sections. Uh, both of these educational guides, along with the play-along guide, are fantastic tools to use while practicing. Check them out at jazzpianoskills.com. In fact, if you are listening to this podcast episode at jazzpianoskills.com, you will see 
the links for these educational guides directly beneath the podcast player. Just simply click on the link, open up the guides, and you'll know what to do from there. So check it out, jazzpianoskills.com. Okay, so let's do demonstration number one. Our, we're going to apply the single note treatment. Just going to play the melody, play the tune using a single note melodic line. Okay, so and uh, when we get to the bridge, right, this is an A-A-B-A form, so 32 measures long. Each section, the A section, 8 measures long. The bridge or the B section, 8 measures long, right? So you have three A sections, and you have that B section. 32 measures in length, the tune. So I'm going to play through the melody, again, using a tempo of 100. Very slow, very relaxed, very comfortable. I'm going to play the melody using a single note melodic line. And when I get to the bridge, the circle of fifths motion, and by the way, we're playing in the key of B flat, right? The original key of I Got, uh, uh, I got Rhythm. Well, not the original key, but the standard key of I Got Rhythm and also the standard key of Lester Leap's N. So we're going to be playing in the key of B flat. So when we get to the bridge... I'm going to improvise using chord tones only. That's it. No approach tones, no uh, encircling uh, target notes, no scale tones, no outside notes, just the chord tones. Okay? So single note melodic line, improvising the bridge using chord tones only at a tempo of 100, very relaxed. So let's bring the ensemble in and let's check out Lester Leaps In utilizing a single note melodic approachment, melodic treatment. Here we go. Let's check it out. Great tune, right? You know, here's one of the marks of a great tune. Uh, regardless of what tempo you play it, right? You can play it at a smoking tempo like Oscar Peterson. You can play it as a ballad. 
you can play it as a slow tempo like we're doing today in these demonstrations and, and everything in between. And regardless of the tempo, right, regardless of the tempo, the tune sounds fantastic. And you can certainly say that about Lester Leaps In. It really makes no different difference what tempo you play this tune. Man, you play it with the right articulation and the right feel at any tempo, and it's going to sound fantastic. Speaking of time and feel, did you notice in the bridge, I was improvising again using chord tones, not trying to get fancy, just trying to play with a nice articulation, nice feel, play in time, use ascending and descending motion, use space, right? This is what makes jazz sound great. It's not notes that make jazz sounds great. sound great. It's your articulation, your, fee, your feel, your balance between sound and silence. I'm going to say that again, your balance between sound and silence. So as we move forward and uh, we look at the other demonstrations here within this uh, lesson, keep these uh, aspects of playing jazz in mind. Keep them at the forefront of your mind, okay? So here we go with demonstration number two. Same tempo, 100, right? Lester leaps in. Now I'm going to play the melody using a unison line. I'm, play, I'm doubling the melody in both hands, right? I got, the, I got the playing the melody in the right hand, playing the melody in the left hand, two octaves apart, very Oscar Peterson-ish. And again, we're going to keep it nice and comfortable, nice and relaxed. When I get to the bridge or the B section, I'm going to improvise using chord tones and, um, and then come out of that back into my unison line between the two hands. Okay, so here we go. Lester leaps in, 100, key of B flat, AABA form, using a unison line melodic treatment. Let's check it out. Here we go. You know, I've said it the last couple uh, weeks in the last few episodes, podcast episodes. It's amazing to me, right? When you just add a unison line 
play the melody as a unison line between the two hands, how that just radically changes the sound of the melody, right? This is the artistic side of playing jazz, right? When you can start making decisions about how you want to play a melody, now you're, you're thinking artistically. And this is the highest form of thinking in music, right? When, when, you start, when music starts to shift from being a mechanical process to an artistic process. So it's amazing. I really uh, I, I get blown away every time when we start adding these melodic treatments to a melodic line, how it just radically changes the sound of the melody. So with that being said, let's go on to demonstration number three. So again, Lester leaps in. Again, tempo 100. Again, key of B flat. This time, however, we're going to play the melody uh, using octave, an octave in our right hand with a fifth dropped in between the octave. Very red garland-like. Okay, it's going to have a nice chime effect. So talk about changing the sound of the tune. Wait till you check this out, right? So let's bring the ensemble back in. Let's play Lester Leaps In, 100, very relaxed, using a red garland approach. Octave, melody played in an octave with the fifth dropped in between. So let's check it out. Here we go. tell you, right? Really nice. I love that sound. Not the easiest to play. It's challenging. It's going to take some practicing, but it's well worth it because it's such a nice sound to be able to incorporate into your playing. No question about it. Just a reminder to all of you jazz piano skills member members out there, if you ever need help, I am always one click away. Seriously. Send me a quick voice message using the SpeakPipe widget that is nestled directly beneath the podcast player at jazzpianoskills.com. Click on that little widget, 
and send me a voice message and I will send one back to you with an answer. It's a very cool technology that allows the two of us to interact and engage with one another very easily. And uh, if you're listening on iHeartRadio or Spotify, Apple, Pandora, or any of the other uh, popular podcast directories out there, you can use the link uh, speakpipe.com forward slash jazz piano skills to access the widget so that you can send me a quick voicemail message. And that link again is speakpipe.com forward slash jazz piano skills. If you are a scaredy cat and afraid to send me a voice message, then you can post your question in the private jazz piano skills forum or the private Jazz Piano Skills Facebook group. And let the community, let the Jazz Piano Skills community help you. Always happy to help. Or, you know what? Attend the Thursday evening Jazz Piano Skills Masterclass at 8 p.m. and get your answers to all of your questions. Get answers to every one of your questions face-to-face. I look forward to seeing you online Thursday evenings, 8 p.m. Central Time. Okay? I provide you with so many ways to get help, so definitely please take advantage of the opportunities. As you know, my entire goal is to provide you with the very best jazz piano lessons, the very best jazz piano educational materials and resources, and the very best jazz piano support that's available anywhere today. Okay, so now let's go on to demonstration number four. So now we're going to play Lester Liebsen. Again, same tempo, 100, very relaxed, very comfortable. We are now going to play the melody, however, using a locked hands treatment or a George Shearing approach. Okay, so we're going to split the octave between our right hand and our left hand, and we're going to fill the octave in between, uh, in between the octave with chord tones. It's a great sound. It's a very dense, very lush, very very thick. Uh, it's a beautiful sound. So uh, w- again, and when I get to the bridge, I'm going to improvise using chord tones only. And then coming out of the bridge, go right back into the George Shearing locked hands style, locked hands treatment. Okay. So let's bring the ensemble back in and let's listen to Lester Leaps in again at 100, key of B flat, nice and relaxed using the locked hands approach made so very popular and famous by Mr. George Shearing. So here we go. Let's check it out. Thank you. 
that a great sound or what? Right? Again, not necessarily an easy um, a treatment to apply, but definitely worth your effort, time and effort to get this uh, skill underneath your fingers so that you can begin utilizing it when playing tunes like Lester Leaves In. It's a great sound. Um, if you are, again, if you are a Jazz Piano Skills member, uh, before I play the final demonstration of the day, I want to encourage you to tap into the Jazz Piano Skills Interactive Courses. They are fantastic. And the courses make up a sequential curriculum that uses a self-paced format to help you thoroughly study the essential jazz piano skills that you need to command in order to become an accomplished jazz pianist. And each course is packed with detailed in, uh, instruction and illustrations. I give in-depth educational talks with, within each course. There's interactive learning media to tap into. There's traditional guides and worksheets that you can download and utilize. High-definition video demonstrations of me playing the jazz piano skill in all 12 keys. There are play-along tracks and lead sheets to take advantage of. And of course, professional and personal educational support is always just one click away. And mobile access to these courses. So easy, right? Whether you're using these courses on your desktop computer or your laptop, your tablet, your phone, your, uh, your TV, or even your watch, right? Cannot make it any more accessible than that. So be sure to check out the Jazz Piano Skills interactive courses at jazzpianoskills.com. Definitely a resource that you want to take advantage of. Okay, so now let's take a look at our final demonstration today. We're going to play Lester Leaps In again, keeping the tempo very relaxed, 100, nice and comfortable. Now we're going to play, interpret the melodic line, the melody, using chordal structures beneath that melody, or fourthy structures, as I would like to call them, right? Made very popular by Herbie Hancock. So this has got a great sound too, right? It's just, a, it's just another way to add variety to your playing, another way to treat a melodic line. So let's check this sound out. Let's bring the ensemble back in. Let's, let's, let's listen to Lester Leaps In. Again, 100, Kia B-flat, A-A-B-A form, very comfortable, using chordal or voicey uh, fourthy structures made popular by Herbie Hancock. Okay, so let's check it out. Let's take a look and let's take a listen and see what we think. Here we go. Thank you. 
is that cool or is that cool? That's great stuff. Wow. So look what we've done today. We've taken a classic, a vintage jazz standard, written by the great Lester Young. Lester leaps in. We've taken this great jazz standard, and we've utilized it to apply five different melodic treatments. We started with a single line, single note treatment. We then moved on to the unison line treatment. We then applied the octave with the fifth dropped in between treatment. The locked hands treatment. And then finally, the quartal or the fourthy structures treatment. All five treatments radically change the sound of Lester leaps in. You, as the artist, can pick and choose when you utilize or apply what treatment at what time. Does this all make sense now? In other words, you do not want to, as a jazz pianist, be one-dimensional. You want to be artistic. You want to be able to choose and play melodic ideas based upon preferences, your preferences, and not based upon limitations. If you're making decisions, musical decisions, based upon limitations, it's not artistic. It's the opposite. So keep all of that in mind. So not only did we apply the five melodic treatments, we also took advantage of that open bridge, right? That bridge, those eight measures written without a melody, no melody, inviting us to improvise. So we took advantage of those eight measures and improvised, practiced our improvisational skills utilizing chord tones only. And again, as I mentioned earlier, if you cannot improvise using chord tones, it does not somehow be magically get easier when you add scale tones and non-scale tones. So, wow, we really squeezed every ounce of value out of Lester Leaps In by applying our five melodic treatments and working on our improvisational skills. What an amazing tune Tuesday. Did I not tell you? Lester Leaps In, the perfect tune for this Tune Tuesday to kind of put a bow on our exploration over the past month of melodic treatments and while at while doing that at the same time work on our improvisational skills as well using chord tones. Pretty darn cool. Well, I hope you have found this Jazz Piano Skills podcast lesson exploring the vintage and classic jazz standard by Lester Young the prez, Lester leaps in, to be insightful and, of course, beneficial. Don't forget, if you are a Jazz Piano Skills member, I will see you online Thursday evening at the Jazz Piano Skills Masterclass, 8 p.m. Central Time, to discuss this podcast episode lesson in greater detail and to answer any question you have about Lester leaps in and any question you have regarding the study of jazz 
in general. Also, as a Jazz Piano Skills member, be sure to use the educational podcast guides for this podcast lesson and the Jazz Piano Skills courses to maximize your musical growth. And likewise, make sure you are an active participant in the Jazz Piano Skills forums and private Facebook group. Get involved. Make some new jazz piano friends. As always, you can reach me by phone, 972-380-8050, extension 211, by email, drlawrence at jazzpianoskills.com. That's drlawrence at jazzpianoskills.com. Or by SpeakPipe, found on the Jazz Piano Skills website, in the educational podcast guides, and the Jazz Piano Skills courses. Well, that's it. That's it for now. And until next week, enjoy the journey. And most of all, have fun as you discover, learn, and play jazz piano.